podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. You're going to lose, baby! Shades in the door and he's ringing the bell With the new top ball from the door to hell Old Greg Dallin, can't you see? If you're going to lose, honey, stay with me You're going to lose, baby! has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come to Hey, this is John Lane from the Thriving Tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best inside rock that Pennsylvania has to
Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer right here on parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri. On the beaches of San Diego, California, we have rootaroo.radio.com in Ontario, Hamilton, Ontario. We have altrockradio.ca. In Birmingham, United Kingdom, xrpradio.co.uk. And buildthescene.com. I think I missed one. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> My name is Bill. This is episode number 571 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Up right before you heard me speaking, we uh, played some drag line in their song, You're Gonna Lose. We followed that up with... Six Bar Break and our brand new song, Dogs of War. Uh, with me tonight are four of the five members of the Cheats. What's up, gentlemen? What's up? See, now I confused everybody because I actually said what I played and I never do that. <laughs> Not at the beginning, at least. <laughs> um, so I actually saw you guys live in Hyde Park um, with Dragline. Oh, wow, yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that Christmas show. Was it in our, in our Christmas time? Yes. Yeah, because Rob plugged into the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Straight into the Christmas tree. Yeah, I, I was I was there for a couple of your songs, and then I went to the Leechburg Moose because um, Fred Ulmer, who was involved with Rock for Life, was back from Florida, and he drugged me there. But I saw a few. <laughs> nice. The first question I have for you, and it, and it actually comes from my daughters, which doesn't happen very often, but they wanted to know where your band name came from. The band name, we, when we started out 20, 20 years ago, we were called the No Goods for about a, a minute. And then we found out there was a, a band called the No Goods. So we were in the back of a 31st Street pub dressing room, and we were trying to figure out names, and everybody was throwing names around. <clears throat> And uh, somebody said, there, there's this class song called Car Cheat. And uh, first, we, we were the Buzz Bombs for one show. And that we were like, that name sucks. <laughs> so then, yeah, we were backstage. We're like, everybody's like, I hate that name. I hate that name. I'm like, well, let's pick up a name now. And somebody said, Car Cheat. like, Car Cheat. And that was it. Not real, no real thinking behind it. <laughs> he hated. He just hated the name the Buzz Bomb. <laughs> that one sucks. Let's change it. <laughs> At least he didn't take inspiration from the artwork on the wall in that room behind the pub. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some real inspiration on that wall. Yeah. There was on the lady know. ladies' room door, about eye level. There was an akmusicscene.com sticker. Which will take you to my build a scene website. Don't <laughs> do me any good there now, though. Probably gone. That, that, mentioning 31st Street Pub is going to play into the question later, so I'm glad that came up. Um, so your band kind of takes the regional national band terminology to 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 like a next level. Why don't Why don't you tell me about um, each person in the current lineup and where everybody's from? Um. Yeah, well, I moved up here from Atlanta. I've been kicking around the southeast for quite a while. 
met Todd 10 years ago. Um, was ready to leave Atlanta. Some random stuff brought me up here to Pittsburgh a couple times. Me and Todd got to talking. I, I dug the city and he offered me a spot in the band if I was moving up. I was like 80% sure before he offered me the gig. When he offered me the gig, that's all it took to solidify it. No, I'll go. Um, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, so it's only a two-hour drive, so it's not bad. Um, and I've known Todd for probably half my life because my old band here in Cleveland used to play with the Cheats like a long time ago. So I got to play with Todd and know Todd for a long time. And long story short, now I'm in the band. So it, uh, it's a, it, it was a good fit for me. Yeah, Rob joined up. Before Bill couldn't make it, so we needed a bass player. So we, I talked to Rob. I'm like, hey, man, you want to play bass? He's like, sure. I'm like, going on the board. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I think he had one practice. One. And right after that, we kicked out a guitar player. So I called him that night. And I'm like, hey, man, we need a guitar player. You want to play guitar? And he's like, yeah. After four, it just worked. So we asked him to join. And then uh, another funny thing, too, was that Michael Monroe show in Cleveland. Devin was there. I was there. Todd was there. And then now here we are all in a band. So That's the night I first met Todd. Yeah, it's just weird. It's funny. What was the question, Bill? I'll tell you. <laughs> for a second. I, I'm having deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Yeah, basically who you are and how you joined a band. Well, I'm Phil. I'm the bass player of the Chiefs. And uh, I, 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 me and Todd were kind of the last men standing for a couple months, a few years back. I needed a band, he needed a bass player, and I think it was Love at First Sight. Uh, we were playing that, together for, we were playing together yeah. for a couple of years in a cover band, The Torn Apart Hearts. And it was just uh, an easy transition into the cheats at that point. Yeah, but before that, Phil used to help us out all the time. When we needed a bass player or a drummer or a guitar player, we could call Phil to fill in for years. Fill in. Phil, we used to call him Phil Drummond <laughs> when he played drum. <laughs> you know, different strokes with the dad, Phil Drummond. Todd, I'm assuming you were there in the beginning, but why don't you fill us in? Yeah, I was there. I, I started the band. I was in a band called Silver Sun Devil, one of, one of the bands I was in. We just we uh, just came back from a European tour. It, it, the tour went good, but the uh, personnel, everybody ended up hating each other for a little bit because we were on there for like a month, so everybody was getting on each other's nerves. And I'm like, well, I, I never liked the song. So the guitar player was like, I'm done for two months. I don't want to see you guys. I was like, man, I can't sit around for two months. So the bass player from Silver Sunday, and then I tattooed. There were these young, like, dudes that were into the same stuff I was into, which was different silver tongue devil stuff. We're like, hey, let's, you want to throw a side band together? So we were, the Chiefs became a side band. And before we even played, the guitar player from Silver Tongue Devil called me up and was mad at me and quit them. Just because I'm done. So that band was done. I'm like, oh, okay. So I got the Chiefs. I was like, yeah, that was 20 years ago. I do have a question. That I'm going to direct at Todd, but if anybody else has any input, um, feel free to share. But um, I know that Todd has been in a couple bands that were signed. So the question is, what do you think 
the advantages and disadvantages are of being both signed and do it yourself. Signed, if a label can work for you, it's great. But if not, it sucks. I mean, it's horrible. What we got now, it, he, the guy who has Screaming Crow Records is actually my partner in a tattoo, in one of my tattoo shops. So, really easy to work with. I mean, I'm hands-on, the whole band's hands-on. You know, and we've been on, for the whole whole chief career has been on that label. But yeah, I was on like some majors with the old stuff. It was hit or miss, you know. The thing with when we, we were on major, people would, uh, you know, people that decide you, we're all for you, all for you. By the time your record comes out, half of them people are gone. Next, and then, you know, the, the next people are in and they don't give a crap about your stuff. They want, they want their, their stuff. Sometimes get lost and stuff. But, uh, our label fine. I'm, we have no problem with it. We get mm-hmm. support and everything. The band is pretty self-sufficient. You know? When we, we tell them, hey, we got a new record ready, they'll put it out. Or, hey, we want to do a single, they'll put it out. So. With, with venues starting to open back up, um, which venues are you guys most excited to take the stage at again? Any of them. Yeah, yeah all of them. Any of them. All of them. Any of them. If you got a basement, we might be there. <laughs> and PVR? Yeah, any, anywhere, man. And, and Amir for Hairspray. That's a we good got point. a couple of I think the, uh, the stuff that's at, that's at the uh, Thunderbird, we haven't played there yet. It's been remodeled. I think we're looking forward to that. Just two yeah, of we, were, we were very excited about playing the Thunderbird before the pandemic, hoping it was going to come up. Obviously, that didn't happen. So the couple that we have lined up there, I think we're real excited about. It just sounds like it's going to be a great venue for the city. That's um, that's with the legendary Hucklebucks and Royal Honey, right? No, that's 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 Saturday. That's a Saturday. Uh, that one is July second. Oh, it's the Royal one. July. It's the Royal Honey's CD release. Yeah, and then we're doing uh, the Bobby Lamonde tribute there too. I think that one's the twenty fifth of July, correct? Yeah. Yes. Sunday. I was actually working on Royal Honey's website today, so. Oh really? And um, all the websites. Uh, I have, I work on a lot. Let's say each of you are standing at the crossroads waiting for the devil to show up. What are you going to try and sell your soul for? <laughs> I already did. <laughs> yeah, I think we already did. We're in hell right now. <laughs> I mean, I've been in hell for 20 years with the band. <laughs> um, probably not to pay taxes would be my thing. I was just thinking... Uh, just the ability to go on tour for months at a time. That's it. And get paid for it. I can live on the road. That's my thing. I, I just, I want to be on the road constantly. Oh, brother, I don't know. Uh, a nice steak sub? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice steak hoagie, man. I, I just, time, man. You know, time's the one thing that we're all running short on. And just to have time with these guys... Uh, playing shows and just living free. I, mean, I guess if I'm selling my soul to the devil, I'm not living free anymore. I'm kind of dead, but uh, like Devin said, man, we'll go on tour. We'll take the devil with us. It'll be like yeah, Ghost Rider, but with music <laughs> instruments. It better hair. So <laughs> let's say that you guys do. You go out on that tour that uh, Devin was just talking about, and 
in between stops, what's the what's the soundtrack gonna be? So what's the band listen to when you're not on stage? It gets wild. Yeah, we're all it gets out there. Things you would expect and things you would not expect. Typically on Thursday nights, me and Phil get to rehearsal first. <laughs> and some nights it'll just be me and Phil songwriting. We get really weird. We get really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be ancient Viking nautical songs. Played through a <laughs> conch shell. Yeah. Yeah, everybody in the band has weird things, I guess. They're not really weird, just eclectic stuff, you know? Yeah, not all the typical stuff you would expect out of us. No. I, I think to be a Devin, you know, when we met a couple of years ago, we really bonded over the fact that we're giant pop music fans, and we we appreciate the art form, and a lot of the weird stuff we're talking about, like we can talk about pop music. So it might be three other dudes in a van listening <laughs> to Britney Spears and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think Todd Todd just said he's going in the other van. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to end up with Motley Crue on four different tour buses. Yeah. Yeah. You're not listening to your crap, Tom. <laughs> You're not getting the ox cord. I'll dig that pop. It's like being dead in an old I Rock listening to Lady Gaga for days. <laughs> um, I still don't get like people are into that yacht rock stuff that when I got up, we hated it. People are stuck into Toto and. If you could sit on a bench for one hour and talk to your musical musical idol, but you can only ask the person one question, so you have to ask them a question that's going to keep them talking. What would you ask them about? Once again, man, I'll go back to my running thing with you, Bill. I would sit there for an hour with Taylor Swift. And ask her what was really up with all those dudes, man. Did she really get with all those guys? <laughs> I got to think for Tay Tay. <laughs> I just try to think who a lot of the people that I idolize. I met. Yeah, I haven't met. I don't Maybe even know what, 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 what I'd ask. Who would you say? I, said, I don't even know who I'd talk to. Let alone what I asked. Like, I like, I would love to talk to someone off from Thin Lizzy. I don't know, what, you know. Yeah. I would pick Didi Ramon because he would just make me laugh the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah Didi. Or Joey. Joey cool. You'd be on that bench for like six hours with Didi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Didi wouldn't understand what he's saying. That's, I, I, I feel like I would connect well with Didi. What's the, what's the writing process with, like with you guys? Like, who bring, like, is one person bringing the song in and then everybody work on it or how's it, how's it work? Kind of all over the map. We've written some just in rehearsal randomly, uh, just with one riff spontaneously hitting. Um, Rob living in Cleveland, he'll record a lot of riffs with full songs and send them to us. We'll work it out without him. And he comes down to rehearsal once a month or so. And, you know, then we kind of get together and put it all together. And Phil comes in with stuff. And then I'll demo stuff, sometimes a full song or just a piece. The last record was, it was really like piecemeal. um, Because it was the first time we were writing a record together. Yeah. Dev had stuff. Rob had stuff. Todd had stuff. I had stuff. And it just kind of all... It was all over the board. It was, you know, 
my song, Rob's song, Devin's song. Now we've been together for going on four years. There are songs. We're writing those together. Uh, somebody might bring the majority of it, but we are finished yeah. at as a band. Yeah. And it feels really good to be in that relationship. I was never in a two guitar band. And so that's one thing I think me and Rob, we gel together very well. My weaknesses are his strengths and vice versa. So we're getting really good at where each other's role is. And so we're getting really good at finding our yeah, it's, uh It's filling in each other really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be playing um, Cussing, Crying, and Carrying On. Somebody want to tell me, this is your MTV moment. Give me a story about it. Uh, we filmed the record that, but we didn't have a song called that. And then when we were going to do a, a <laughs> seven, we we're going to do a seven. I'm like, man, we should just use that title and just write off. That's what we did. We're still waiting That's for the it. cease and desist letter to come from a certain state. We may have borrowed. <laughs> we may have borrowed that from a legendary artist. Oh, and it wasn't Taylor, Taylor Swift. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to Cussing, Crying, and Carrying On by The Cheats. We're also going to hear Cut and Run from Royal Honey, which is going to – it's currently a single, but it is on their upcoming um, CD, Sweet Heat, which will be released July 2nd at Thunderbird Cafe, um, which The Cheats will be playing at as well. So – we're going to do that. While we're doing that, you guys hang out.
just heard cussing crying and carrying on by the cheats and right after that you heard royal honey's track cut and run and if you are just tuning in the cheats are hanging out with me tonight we have kyle Devin, todd rob and phil uh cow is joining us cold so he has no idea what's about to happen <laughs> um so this next question has kind of become like the pennsylvania rock show question um and it's really simple, but it has a little story. Um, the story behind it is that when I'm on YouTube, no matter what I what I search within on the right hand side where it has a list of videos that are come up next, there's either a Foo Fighters video or a Dave Grohl video. I don't know how it started. It just all of a sudden, and now every single time they're over there. So one of the things that they're known for is bringing someone up on stage with them and and letting them play a song with them. So the question is the Dave Grohl question, and it's who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, who would you want to go up and play with? The helicopters. Uh, I wonder if they're not around anymore. So. It, it, it's completely up to you. You can pick pick a band that's not together or one that's current. Rob's probably saying Ramones. I love to jump up there. Yeah. 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 It'd be fun. It'd be a good time. Hands down. <clears throat> I have to go with Who's Kadoo. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> what do you think? Taylor well, Swift. This question. Six months ago, it's still Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it was the alcohol She's talking about She's infectious, but... man. She's infectious. Taylor Swift and Motorhead. There you go, Phil. Yes. That's me, you know, in a nutshell. <laughs> You know, Taylor Swift. Hair, my Motorhead t-shirts. I am Taylor Swift, <laughs> and let me 
in a nutshell. <laughs> One of those Dave Grohl videos that showed up on YouTube was about Taylor Swift. That's an Illuminati were, stuff right there. Yeah. yeah. They, they were they were both at Paul McCartney's house. Uh, you have to look it up. It's a great story. Of course they were. Where else would they be hanging out at? <laughs> of course they were. Dave Grohl is like a cranberry, man. He's in everything. My goal. My goal is to get him. A rock and roll documentary without Dave Grohl. My goal is to get him on the show. Suddenly yeah, we're into still... like a Twitter feud with Dave Grohl. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get him to respond in any way, I'd be happy. Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, he did a video yes. with um, hashtag Who's Dave Grohl. He, he did a video with Brian Johnson, so I tagged both of them and I said, "Hey, Brian, how'd you get him to answer you?" And both of them ignored me. <laughs> uh, Brian Johnson I, couldn't hear you. Possibly. <laughs> um, I heard he might be in the Buck Cherry video. Yeah. Let's say that you can play at any location with any band. So um, this is a really wide open song. And this, this question has, has a title too. It's called the Diesel Beast question. Uh, they're a metal band from Denton, Texas. And uh, their answer was they wanted to play at Stonehenge with Dio to give you an idea of what I'm looking for here. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? what show did I just join? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That's that's I mean, pretty you broad. Know, you know, Metallica played at the South Pole. <laughs> they would. I'm not gonna comment on Metallica. <laughs> I'm gonna jump right in. Mine's easy. I wanna play at WrestleMania. I wanna play I'm a real American as Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Andre the Giant for the second time, brother. Hulk Hogan in the wrestling boot band. Yeah. If we could play WrestleMania, I'd <laughs> gladly hang up my boots, brother. <laughs> he he was a bass player. Did you guys that know that? Sense. And yeah, we had yeah. the same hair. He <laughs> <laughs> definitely modeled my later years look after Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I'm wearing a bandana, brother. Oh, my God. Brother, brother, brother. Or the red, yeah, the mustard outfit, ketchup. That's that. That's that. Yeah, like Hulk Hogan. We could be like, man, did you see the chief? They got some dude in there and dressed like Hulk Hogan. That makes me. When Eric was in the band, he kind of resembled Pee Wee Herman, and I was always trying to talk him into. Wearing a Pee Wee Herman suit, but he would never. Like Pee Wee Herman, he's in the band, man. We're still resting on our talent at this point, but we're resting on something else. I'll start dressing like Hulk Hogan. I play anywhere with ZZ Top on the Super Texas. Anywhere. ZZ Top, that's a good one, man. On the Super Texas tour. That's the tour that they had. All the farm animals on stage. There you go. Oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. That would have been cool. Big spears and big spears and everything. That would have been fun. I want to play uh, with Meatloaf at a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> that my dog? 
This is like there's always a good crowd at Carnival. County Fair, they they get good crowds. County Fair would be even better. If you could go back in time without breaking the um, space-time continuum so Doc Brown doesn't yell at us, what band would you go back and hang out with for a year to learn from? MC5. I have to agree with MC5. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. Todd's getting in a different DeLorean, too. Yeah. Yeah. Early kiss. Early kiss to see, you know, the the inner workings of how to be millionaires. Uh, you can also learn how to how to tick off Paul and Gene too. <laughs> I'd like to go back to the I early nineties. I, I bet Paul and Gene was and Gene was very very nice. That's all I got to say. I, I I was hanging out, looking, waiting for him down the uh, hotel when they played the Arena. No, they played. They're playing the Stanley Theater because it was their their car was there. They're playing the Stanley Theater. And he, he was an asshole to some people, but he was actually very nice to me. Paul Stanley was very nice to me. Vinnie Vincent was a dick. And Eric I, I You kind of get that vibe from Vinny even today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a complete... Yeah, he wasn't nice. He wasn't <laughs> nice, and we weren't real pushing you there, you know? If you guys end up going... Let's say you're you're going on an international tour. And the uh, promoter tells you that you're allowed to pick two more bands from this area to go with you. Who would you take with you? I'm from Cleveland, so I don't count. <laughs> East Coast crazies. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> My favorite local band. I live in Carrick. They're from Carrick. The East Coast crazies. There you go. What Phil said. Uh, yeah, I lost their t-shirt. Skiing. Oh, it's, it's weird. We're, just, we're a lot of we're a lot of good local bands we really like. Bobby we like Cena. Real Honey. We love the Hot We love Dragline. And we all get along. So Bobby C. Like Bobby C's in the chat room if you guys want to say anything. Bobby! <laughs> oh, okay. Hi. Bobby. Hey, I'm supposed to be I'm, I'm DJing tonight. One more odd question, and then I'll finish off with the two questions I told you to listen for, and I'll let you guys get out of here. But, um, I want you this this is gonna when I start out it's gonna sound like a normal band question, but there's a twist. I, I wanna know about an, an embarrassing moment that happened on stage, but you're not allowed to tell me your embarrassing moment. You have to tell me about somebody else in the band. So something that they did that embarrassed you. <laughs> These guys have never embarrassed me. Are we talking about this band or it can be any band? Any band. I don't want to say who it was, but I thought it was going to be embarrassing, but it might have been magic. Uh, a former front man I was playing with, we were playing at the BBT, the uh, Bluefield Bridge Tavern, and he lost sight of the front of the stage. And he took that, that big step through two tables, and he oh. landed on his feet. Oh. It had the potential to be the most embarrassing thing, but it was just magic. It sounds like you needed pyrotechnics going off in the background. Yes, it could have been. It could have been the worst thing ever, but it was magic. Kind of sounds like WrestleMania. 
Sporting <laughs> barbed wire death match show at the BBT this weekend. <laughs> uh, pretty much my my old band's entire history. We were like the Jonestown <laughs> Massacre, getting in fist fights on stage and breaking each other's noses on oh. stage during shows. So maybe there our entire history would be the embarrassing part. We were we were hardcore drunks. One band I was in, I might have mentioned the band I was in. Ah, uh, the guitar player was bragging about he's going to wear his new leather pants to the show, and we were just like, whatever. <laughs> Here he shows up in chaps. <laughs> okay, you know how chaps? There's no front and back in chaps, <laughs> and he had no underwear on. In front or the back. He just had his guitar blocking his area. <laughs> and every while he would lift it up. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. Like, I don't know if it was embarrassing. It was more funny, but it was like, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> his, his mom was there. I felt really bad for her. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I felt bad for her baby. It was on that side of the stage. And the butt kept on rubbing up against his hand. Oh. And then the drummer, and then the drummer who had a look at his butt the whole time. <laughs> I thought, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I probably did embarrassing stuff with it all. Oh, I, I think we're always too drunk to remember any of it, anyways. Uh, I think we're all in the same league. We like, if we're drinking, we're all drinking. Enough to like, not worried about who's embarrassing who, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think we I, got I, lucky I, with, with the five of us that like we came together a little bit later in life, so the really embarrassing stuff is all behind us. But come up to excuses this Saturday and see what happens. Yeah, we'll re- <laughs> we'll, we'll change that quick. Yeah, it's our first Christmas yeah, show in two years, so it might happen this weekend. Um, since, since you brought up a show, why don't you tell me about upcoming shows that you have? Well, this Saturday, Saturday. Saturday at Excuses with the Hucklebucks and Royal Honey. We've got the Royal Honey release show on July 2nd. Yeah. Uh, we're playing we with the Goddamn Yellows. Thursday. Thursday the 15th. Playing in Youngstown. The, uh, yeah, Youngstown, Ohio. Rim Rocks Festival in West Virginia. Uh, the Bobby Lamonde uh, show. Here, hold on. So the July 15th for the West, West Side Bowl, yeah. 16th for yeah. the Rim Rocks. Yeah. 17th. We play on the 17th. Oh, okay. It's a two-day festival. You might want to update your website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I say the right day? It says the 16th. <laughs> Go for the whole weekend. It'll be worth your... There you yeah, go. Yeah, we'll we'll actually actually be there. We're going to be there both <laughs> nights. I think it starts Thursday. <laughs> it starts Thursday? I think it's no, this Thursday. Thursday. Rimrock's Festival starts on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he Friday said Friday, we'll just be performing as drunken idiots in the crowd. And yeah. Saturday, we'll be drunken idiots on the stage. Then we got Savage Mountain Fest. Much of bad to play that too. in Maryland, yeah. Cumberland. That's uh, August fourteenth. 
Yeah, we don't. We, sometimes we don't even know when we're playing. Or like a week out. Or the I day of. Pretty much. And we practice. Yeah. I really, I really do have a question though. It's show it's Philly on the rocks, but it's in Erie. What's that all about? Dude. <laughs> we need to go and our buddies up there were like, Yeah, I'll find a club and he's like, Okay, this is the club. This is what it's named now. I'm like, Okay. It's brand new okay. So the club so is called Philly on the Rocks in Erie. That's that's different. Yeah. And somebody's like <laughs> It makes total sense. They're like, it's in a bad part of town. I'm like, is there any good part of Erie? I don't know. <laughs> We were told there's free what? corn dogs. Yeah. Be okay. There's free corn, corn dogs? I'll be there. <laughs> that was free Actually, corn no. I thought you said corn dogs. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> corn dogs. <laughs> Looks like the only, only other show that we didn't mention was September 4th at Mohawk Place in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah, tell yeah. you, if anybody is a real trooper and wants to travel to a real <laughs> punk rock and roll bar, that's it. Drive up to Erie or up to Buffalo. That place is amazing. It's what we're missing in so many towns. It's a real rock and roll bar. The Mohawk place is amazing. It's a great yeah, place. We'll play with a great band. Yeah, our Canadian friends listen to on this podcast. Yeah, drive down. Yeah, hit the Freedom Bridge down to uh, Buffalo to the Mohawk place. That's a good point. Those of you in in Hamilton, you make the trip and listen to the cheats. Yeah, out. there you go. Free admission if you wear a Bret Hart T-shirt. Where can the listeners get a copy of your music from? Um, it's on the website, realcheats dot com, Spotify, yeah. Amazon yeah. Music. You can buy, the, you buy all of our records on Saturday. Where? Come to there. the show. Yeah, come see Buy it. them from us. Yeah. I'll look at Bobby. Bobby 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 you're out there. <laughs> yeah, buy it at the show. Absolutely buff. Here's what I think should happen. I think on July 2nd, they should buy your your new album and the Royal Honey album. There you go. We'll make it a package deal. And we'll find both of them. for $2 less than they are. I love them guys. Bobby and Ange are like our boys. Ange was actually in the Chief for uh, our first record. Ange, a drummer from Royal Honey. All right, so I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me on episode 571. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. uh, What we're going to do is we're going to play a couple more tracks for you guys. I'm going to attempt to fit in two. But we'll see how it goes when I'm editing. If I make it, if I get both in, we're going to hear Rocky Dennis face in their track, Dr. Benzo. And we're also going to get Asleep at the Will by 13 Saints. After that, you'll hear Mr. John, the American Hill, Jack Lane. He's going to tell you how to subscribe and where to find the show. And after that happens, do not get off the radio stations. Stay there, support the station, listen, find some new music to go check out. And now that venues are starting to open up, make sure you get out and support the local musicians, including the cheats. If you're in the video there, you can see. Is that, is that a coaster? coaster? Yeah, we sell coasters, limited edition. And those, those are records. But we're known for our coasters. The Canadians love them. 
Cheatspeaks.com. With that, this has been episode number 571. Make sure you check us out each and every Friday at com. And uh, I'm going to go tell them that, that kiss story while you guys aren't listening. We'll catch you next week.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.